Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with... This is John Cooper with Skillet. What's up, everybody? Nice at Aftershock, man. Yeah, oh, it's good like, to see you again. Oh, it's great to see you. Last time we were together, it was 104 degrees outside, <laughs> but that tent, I was telling your guy, man, that tent it was, was ridiculous. Brutal. That was some of the hottest I've ever been. Oh, man. We were just dripping doing those interviews. Totally, and my, <laughs> my eyes were burning the whole time i was talking to you i couldn't even like look because i was <laughs> my eyes were burning you know but yeah. that's part of the gig right you know like you power through it yeah. you know and i always talk about how do bands go and perform like that you know right. it's like you have to but it's, you die afterwards i'm sure <laughs> man when, when i hit the stage i got so much adrenaline mm-hmm. i don't even notice it you know yeah. i'm just like it's time to, to unleash the beast up here. We got a job to do. And then I, and then it's after the show. Or, or maybe like towards the last 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm not starting to feel so good. <laughs> right? That was a hot one. Oh. But it's good to see you again. And, and people that can't see us, they don't know that your hair is not blue this time. I know, right? It's not green this time. It's normal. Yeah. Why are you going And then normal? last time you said, hey, last time I saw you, it was red. <laughs> I was telling him, he has... So I've been like you, I'm a, I've been on tour, I've been on festivals since August. So when I was coming here, I was all faded and stuff. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just taking ju- just for men and doing it myself. <laughs> you know what? We're going to rebel by being normal. Right? We're going to rebel by, the, by going oh natural. That's the new rebelling. That's you know? it. <laughs> but it is funny because... Like, so many people I know, they don't even recognize me. They're like... <laughs> you're the, you're, I only know you as a guy with the weird hair, that sort of thing, right? See, there you go. If I shaved my beard, no one would, would remember what I look like. I know. I always look weird. Like, I haven't shaved my beard in forever, but I look weird to me without a beard. Yeah, you're used to it. My son said, my son said uh, about three months ago, he's like, don't ever shave. He's like, you just, you look terrible without a beard. I said, "Wow, son! I've had women tell me that." Well, I don't, I don't know which one's worse, your, right? your own kid, or or, or the or the ladies. Uh, well, keep let, just keep the beard. Then. Well, my kids, when they were younger, there was one time, like for one day, I shaved my beard and like, oh my god, grow back! You look so weird. And like they were freaking man. <laughs> when I first grew my beard, we were doing a and A Q&A to, at a festival. And uh, they could just ask fan questions. And this uh, young lady, she got the microphone. She's like, she's like, I just want to say, I, you look terrible with a beard. And uh, everybody started laughing at me. And I said, hey, I, I said, look, I hear you. I know that, I know the girls don't really like it, but they do women now. do. They That's do what now. I said to her. I said, girls don't like it, but women do. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like, drop the mic. It was hysterical. She was laughing really nice. hard. It was killer funny. So there you go. There you go. 
but but I, we came to talk about other things besides beards, even though it's fun. Yeah, there and is hair. one more beard thing I'll tell you that will trip you out. I had a goatee most of my adult life because I couldn't grow a full beard till I hit 50. <laughs> like, I am not shitting you. That's like, funny. this wouldn't grow. Right. You can even see how this is so much thicker than this. This never grew till well, 50. probably keeps you looking young. There you go. Got a baby face. S- same with the sunglasses, you know? That's right. All pictures are with sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about what you guys are up to nowadays. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, it's great to be back at Aftershock. We've had a busy, busy year. We kicked off the year on this awesome tour called Rock Resurrection Tour with my friend's theory of a dead man, St. Asonia, which is killer to be touring back with Adam from St. Asonia again. We toured together in about 2007 with uh, Three Days Grace. And then we toured with Theory, and I, I was asking Tyler, I said, bro, can you remember what year it was? And neither one of us can. It's either 2011 or 12. Who can remember this stuff? The point is, is it was great to be back with Theory um, because they're just cool. They're just nice people and, and no headaches, no no stress. Nobody's arguing about whose gear goes on oh, stage. I love that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, we want to do a killer tour. If the, if the tour wins, we all win. And everybody, everybody just agreed. It was magic. Um, it was honestly magic. And so the tour went so good that I said, me and Tyler were like, why aren't we doing this again? So next week, we leave on the second run. Which is longer than the first run. The first run we did 23 gigs. This one's 32. And St. Asonia is back out with us. So just a killer year. Seeing the fans. People are so happy to be back at tours. People are just thrilled. Everybody wants to pretend that the last few years never happened. Let's move on. I love that. Move on, And that's what we got to do. Just move on. I'm so happy that we have live music. We need it so bad. The world needs it. Like, yes, that's why people were so pissed off because they didn't have live music like that's our therapy. Well, and yeah, and it, it is there. I, t- I 100% agree with that. And I also think that music has the ability to cross boundaries with people that you're like, I can't stand this person. They don't vote like me. They don't believe me. They don't believe in the same God I do or whatever, whatever that boundary is. Oh, well, you know, you turn on Michael Jackson and you find out everybody likes it. You turn on Metallica, everybody's like, well, okay, I don't care who you vote for. Let's let's rock out. Music brings people together. And I'm a personal believer that everybody should have freedom of speech. I don't care what you believe. If you hate me, if you hate what I believe, feel free to say it. I do not mind. It's okay to do that. But can we have something that we all agree on? That we can maybe be quiet for a little while and rock out. That's music. Totally. That's sports and it's music and that's all we have left. So don't do not take it away from us ever again 100%. because things are going to go real bad. You know, on that note, like I have a brother that watches the news incessantly. Okay, which I have no desire. I like, and he'll ask me, "Did you not like?" No, I don't really care. I've been on tour, and I don't even hear anything about politics. I don't even know what's going on and right. don't care. Because what does it do? It just makes people argue, angry, upset. Like, what good comes out of it? Let's all, like you're saying, we just bond together, especially in this rock and metal community. I mean, we're like one family. There are no outsiders here. There are no. There is no division here. We're just all inclusive, one group of a family of people for one common cause great music like skillet yeah <laughs> well thank you i appreciate that yeah that's the that's the amazing thing about music and i know what you mean sometimes i get on the road and um now people also have to remember 
I mean, I'm not supposed to say how old I am here, but they have to remember that, you know, when Skillet started and a lot of these bands were listened to, when we started, there was no such thing as cell phones. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't, you couldn't watch the news on your phone. There's no social media. So you get on the road and you really didn't have a choice but to unplug. Right. And I kind of think life was better because, um, I mean, I'm not just, you know, I'm not trying to just moan about, you know, all the things that have changed. There are some really wonderful things about social media. In fact, you can get music out to the entire world because of social media. It's wonderful. But, man, it was kind of nice not knowing, you know, ignorance really is bliss sometimes. It's like, oh, did you see that so-and-so? Nope, I was on the road. Yeah. Didn't have cell phones, didn't have laptops at the time, no internet access in the van. You know, it was you just a different people, world. you're up on stage and they're texting and after, and and then you get back after why aren't you answering me? <laughs> you know, cuz I'm cuz I'm rocking the free world, baby. Right, right. I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all. Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, cuz I'm in the middle of playing rock and roll, man, and I tell you, ignorance can be bliss. There's no question about oh, that. Oh, no doubt. You know, it's funny on that note my youngest daughter, one time I was on the phone with her, not that long ago. I'm like, you know, some days I just want to drive down the road and take my laptop, iPad, and phone and just throw it out the window and <laughs> keep driving. She goes, Dad, who are you kidding? You're just as addicted as anybody. I'm like, yes, but I remember a time when we didn't have it, mm-hmm. and it was a better time. There was less anger. There was less arguing. There was less worrying, less stress, less anxiety. You know, I think all this constant connection is what's creating a lot of mental illness and panic attacks and, and anxiety. And that's sad because that's something we need to help people with. Mm, I, amen. I mean, I can't amen that loud enough. There's, not, there's something really unhealthy about always needing to be the star of, of something and needing the accolades of the world. Young people on social media, uh, I feel so bad for them growing up in this world because they post a picture or they post a whatever and really what they're looking for is to belong somewhere. Yeah. We used to have that in family and we used to have that in community in our neighborhoods or, or our various church, you know, religions or whatever it was in the local neighborhood that everybody kind of belonged to. Now you don't have that because people are finding their quote unquote community on the digital sphere. Mm-hmm. And so they need everybody to say, you're beautiful, you're awesome, great work. And if you don't get it, then you feel like crap about yourself. Right. And that's what's happening with young folks. So yeah. You know, if I can encourage, I don't want to preach to people, if I can encourage people with your families, you know, people, I'm sure there's people here listening here that have kids and wives and husbands, sit down as a family and be that for your kids so they don't have to get it somewhere else. I love that. What's your favorite thing about being an artist? Being an artist? Dude, uh, it, it sounds like I'm, I'm patting myself on the back. I am not. This is the most humbling thing. But the Oh, you're best totally thing. humble. Okay. I'm going to tell people because I know you, oh. and you're totally <laughs> humble. So, Well, that's, that's nice. But, dude, when you meet somebody that says, like, your song saved my life, mm. I, honestly, sometimes I want to go, I, maybe you don't know who I am. I'm in Skillet. I'm not Metallica. You know, <laughs> like, like, I'm not... You know, I'm not Adam. I'm not Three Days Grace. I don't know. I don't know who, you're ta- who you think you're talking because you just don't imagine it when you're writing your own song that it would have that power. Even though I know other people's songs had that sort of power for me, right. you don't think I'm going to do that. So you know, we just played these Air Force bases, did a whole run. It was awesome uh, with a Hoopa Stank. It was really fun. But meeting these people that serve, uh, meeting somebody that says, "You, I lost my leg in Afghanistan, and I did I." Did not think I could ever get 
get used to living without it. And I was depressed, PTSD, the pain was too much. And he said, but I would get up at night and I would pray and I would turn your music on and your music got me through to the next day. And now I am a counselor to other nice. people in, in, in the, in the military for PTSD. I'm out. You know, I start tearing up. He's tearing. I think that can't possibly be true. It's the best thing about being a rock star. Man. Uh, see, I love hearing that because, like, my son's in the military, and sometimes at festivals, oh. if they're near where he is, he's like, can you get me tickets for me and my team? Like, some of them, they really need it. Yes. And, oh, my God, how, like, unbelievably over-the-moon gracious they are. Like, you just made their whole life by giving them a ticket to a weekend music oh festival. Oh, my gosh. Here's my pledge to you. I'm going to give you my tour manager's number, and if he's ever around or his friends are ever around, all you got to do is text us, and we make that happen easy. That's a snap of the fingers. Nice. I will not say no, so give him your number, <laughs> hit him up, say my son's coming with his buddies. We'll give those dudes whatever they need, man. Nice. Best I, people, yeah. I appreciate that, and... Like, I know you're all about that. You're, like, one of the most altruistic artists out there, and it shows in your music. And so I'm so oh, glad cool. you're here at Aftershock, because this is a badass festival, and it wouldn't Thank be you. badass without you. Woo! I can't wait. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Oh, man, it. I can't wait myself. Thank you for being, once again, on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Yeah! Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man. On W4CY Radio.